Welcome to Strutit, a place where CEOs and entrepreneurs circle up and get real about how hard and deeply rewarding this whole forging your own path thing is. As a bold dreamer and innovator, it can feel like your house burns down 50 times each day as you try to build the non-conventional life you love. In this podcast, we will dance with the flames of uncertainty, self-doubt, and money scarcity as we build the business empire of our dreams so that we no longer fear the fire, but welcome the heat. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury, and I built a six-figure dance studio business from a Craigslist ad and a brilliant idea. Together, we strut through the flames of business ownership, sharing the crucial mindsets, strategies, and collaborations of a life and business dance full out. Welcome to the first episode of Strut It. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury, and I'm geeking out with excitement to talk about one of my biggest passions in life, which is entrepreneurship and building your brand, building your business. I have been on this entrepreneurial journey. I was trying to kind of remember like when I started it and it's hard for me to really pinpoint. I remember as as a kid, I like made my own stuffed animals out of paper and I would staple the outside and stuff them with cotton balls. And I remember like setting up shop in front of my house. And I think the only person that bought those was my father. But it really, I just remember from a very young age of being having that mindset of I want to create my own thing and I want to sell it and I love every aspect of it. I love the creative portion of starting a business, identifying a problem and my unique skill set and how I can solve that problem and bring it to market. And I, I feel like I've been that way since I was a little girl. And if you listen to season one, you know that I grew up In Denver, Colorado, I was obsessed with dance and dance competitively and went to college in New York City for dance and had a really fun professional dance career and and transitioned into teaching and choreography. But one of the things that always kind of felt like a block to me was how am I going to make money? (laughs) Like, I don't want to be a poor, starving artist forever. Like, what the heck? Like, what was I thinking? Uh, And so I remember I was teaching full-time at different dance studios, teaching primarily children, getting a little bit burned out. And um, I was always that instructor that loved working with adults. And so the dance studios would get these phone calls of, oh my gosh, there's a couple that wants, they just want to feel confident dancing at a party or they're going on a cruise and they have no idea how to dance and they just need some dance moves. And I would do private lessons with these adults and it just brought me so much life and joy and I could see how I helped them to feel confident in themselves. It was always kind of this this thought of, I love private lessons. I love working with adults. I could teach any kind of dance style, but what am I going to do? So it wasn't until in 2010 when I was planning my own wedding and I was looking at our our first dance and talking to my non-dancer husband about it. And I realized how nervous I felt for my first dance. And I was thinking, 
oh my God, I'm a professional dancer and I'm nervous to dance in front of all of my loved ones. They're flying in from all over the country. This feels like a really important moment with my with my husband. And if I'm nervous, how do non-dancer people do this? Like, oh my gosh. And so my husband and I ended up surprising our guests with one of those, you know, like YouTube inspired dances where we started out dancing slow and then we busted out in this whole dance through the decades. It was seriously the highlight of our wedding and it completely transformed the dynamic of the wedding. Everybody was like wanting to dance and get on the dance floor, which is really all I cared about. I was like, I just want to have an awesome dance party at my wedding. And it really got me thinking like, wow, there's ballroom studios, but I couldn't walk into a ballroom studio and get what I what I created for my first dance. And that's when I had the idea. Oh my gosh, I'm going to start a business where I do private lessons for engaged couples and I'm going to customize their first dance choreography so it's unique to them and their vision. So fast forward 11 years later, I built a multi six-figure business from a Craigslist ad. I started that business by posting on Craigslist. This was back in 2010, you guys. So Craigslist was like cool back then. I remember my first clients, I would go to their apartments. I would go to their house. I would, I remember like emailing them and meeting at their gym to to work on their dances. And slowly over the years, I started to build it more and more. I started to find my own studio space so I could scale it. So I wasn't driving around from place to place. And it was really truly that entrepreneurial experience of I'm going to build this plane as I fly it. And like most entrepreneurs in the beginning, I did everything myself. I wore every hat. I answered every phone call, every email, taught every single lesson, you know, sweep the floors. It was when I got pregnant with my first child that I realized my days of teaching eight hours straight at the studio were no longer going to be available for me. And that if I wanted to keep this business going, I needed to hire instructors. I needed to hire a staff to support me. And that is when I brought on my first instructor. That truly is when things shifted for me because it became more of an actual business where it wasn't just me, independent contractor, doing my own thing. I started to build a team And miraculously, my business kept growing year over year as I was stepping into this whole new chapter of life, which is motherhood, the sleep deprivation, the exhaustion. And I remember feeling just so grateful that I had planted the seed of this business baby before I had my first child, because I know that that was a major identity shift for me to become a mom. And the dancer business owner part of my soul really helped me to stay grounded during that time where I felt a little bit lost. The other gift was that becoming a mother really forced me out of the position of doing into managing and leading. So three years after my first child was born, my second child was born. And once again, I was dealing with how do you balance having young children and building a business. And that, my friend, could be a whole nother episode, which I'm not going to get into today. What I 
have been really reflecting on um, recently is that along the way, I've always identified as being multi-passionate. And I think entrepreneurs in general can really relate to that feeling of being multi-passionate and also just having 60 different business ideas before you even eat breakfast in the morning. I don't know about you, but my brain just never shuts off. I'm constantly thinking about ideas, visions, scale strategies. Oh my gosh, I should create this post to talk about this. It's just my brain never shuts off. And along the way, I created different businesses at once. So I launched a, back in 2018, I had graduated from yoga teacher training and I felt like yoga so complemented my dance background and it really itched that part of my soul that needed to tap into my spiritual side. And I was so passionate about the power of yoga and dance for adults. And so in 2018, I launched Passion Force, which was a yoga and dance studio in Denver. And what I did is I secured a lease on this beautiful studio. And my idea was, okay, I can have both of my businesses in this space. I can have Wedding Dance Coach and I can have Passion Force because why would I just focus on one thing? I'm going to do all the things. So how many entrepreneurs are like, yep, that's me. I'm all, I'm all over the place like you. I worked tirelessly on building Passion Force for years. It was really my sole focus. And Wedding Dance Coach was just, it was this plane that just flew on its own. I had built it to a point where we had so many beautiful online reviews. Our SEO was incredible. And people just found us, trusted us, hired us. And that business was just flowing. And so as the entrepreneur who's constantly envisioning bigger things, I was really going all in on my yoga and dance studio. And that is when um, in 2020, of course, we know what happened, the pandemic hit and studios were hit so hard, just like so many other businesses. And I did pivot very quickly, went online with my studio, stuck with it for about six months. And I had this clarity, this this moment of clarity where I realized this business model is not what I'm interested in. This business is no longer in alignment with my heart, with my soul. And as much as I loved our students and our community, I made the difficult decision to close Passion Force in October of 2020. And I wanted to share that piece of my story with you because we must talk about our failures as entrepreneurs because it is part of what you are signing up for when you become a bold business leader. And so many of us are scared. We're scared of failing. We're scared of getting it wrong. We're scared of putting it all, all this work in. And what if it doesn't work out for us? And I have really learned that that is the only way. One of my business coaches, Kiki Lovelace, once said, fail forward, but fail forward quickly. So it's not that you fail and then you linger and you wallow and you give up. You fail and then you learn and you and you get up and you realize that the people who are the bold dreamers, the bold, brave innovators of our time, everybody has failed many, many, many times before they hit 
success. So I wanted to share that piece of my story with you because that sort of tangent the universe took me on was one of the biggest blessings to me as a CEO and entrepreneur. After I closed my yoga studio, I still had the lease on my studio space for wedding dance coach. So that business was still thriving and flying And you might think, oh, Elizabeth, did you focus on wedding dance coach at that point? The answer is no, of course I didn't. I am classic dreamer visionary and I had another fantastic business idea that was soul driven and I launched a coaching program where I helped women to make peace with their bodies and food and fitness because that was a huge part of my journey of being a professional dancer and struggling with disordered eating and body image and I've always been so obsessed with you know helping people to build their self-worth And so I I launched a high-ticket group coaching program, and it went so well. It brought me so much joy. I connected with women on a really, really deep, um, spiritual, energetic level, and it fed me so much. But what I realized along the way of doing 60 different things at once, you know, having my dance studio business, having, launching a podcast, launching a a group coaching program, having two young children and being a wife, being a mom, all of the, all of the things. I realized I love all of this and I am exhausted. I am feeling so drained. I'm feeling like at the end of every day, I didn't do enough. I didn't show up fully for work. I didn't show up fully for my kids. I didn't show up fully for my husband. And I knew that something had to give. And every time I would get quiet and I would meditate and I would listen in and I would, I would tap into, as Glennon Doyle says, my inner knowing the message that kept coming through to me was one thing. I kept hearing that loud and clear. One thing. And when I asked myself, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? The word that came through was ease. I want to feel at ease. And I looked at my life and I saw that I was doing 60 different things. And I realized something had to change. Something had to fall away. As I walked into 2022, I decided to carry two words with me. The first is focus and the second is ease. And I knew the key to focus was focusing in on my one thing. And side note, there's a fantastic book, if you haven't read it, called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results by Gary Keller. And it is a fantastic book that I highly recommend all business leaders and CEOs read. So in the past five to six months, I have been really getting laser focused on my one thing, which is scaling my brick and mortar dance studio business, Wedding Dance Coach. And in focusing on my one thing, Everything has shifted for me and I've experienced some magical growth that I'm super excited to share with you. And I have a couple nuggets of wisdom 
that I hope will serve you today that you can take into your business that will feel supportive and maybe even transformative for you. As I really energetically got fully behind my business, fully all in, like all of the magic, all of the wisdom that is within me pouring into my studio wedding dance coach in the past few months. And this is what has happened. Number one, I have done all of the unsexy work of really streamlining all of our systems and processes, all of the things that as a small business owner, you kind of get like tripped up about. I've been facing those things that I've kind of been putting off and it hasn't all been pleasurable. It hasn't all been easy, but I will tell you that I know that I'm sowing the seeds of a business, of an organization that I will be able to scale massively. And that feels really good. So the first point I want you to take a look at is what what are the the sticky points in your business? What are the points that you're like, I don't want to do that. I keep putting it off. One of the things that I'm learning is the more you can bring on outside support to help you, whether that looks like delegation, whether that looks like hiring a business consultant like I did to help me scale my business, but really allowing yourself to dance in your zone of genius and the other mucky stuff that feels like it it's always in the back of your head, it's weighing you down, get support so that way you can kind of offload that weight. The other thing that is super fun I want to share is that energetically I have, I, I do a lot of my marketing on social media and I launched a TikTok for Wedding Dance Coach. And I always thought TikTok was for kids doing like trendy dances. And I was just thinking that's just for kids. But what I learned this past year in researching social media marketing is that if your business is not on TikTok, you are missing out on tons and tons of opportunity over there. And so I launched my TikTok in October for Wedding Dance Coach. And a couple months ago, I had a video go viral and we are celebrating over 11,000 followers on TikTok. And it's really an incredible organic marketing strategy over there on TikTok. So if you don't have your business on TikTok, don't think that you have to dance to be on TikTok. There's real estate agents over there. There's chiropractors. There's doctors. There are, I mean, literally every genre of entrepreneur is over there. So go poke around um, on TikTok because not only, you know, we all know followers don't really mean anything unless they turn into clients, right? Unless it turns into income. And for me, that has happened. We've had people hire us for their weddings and we ask people how you found us. They say, we found you on TikTok. So make sure you check that out if you're not over there yet. I also shifted all of my focus for my personal brand on Instagram under Elizabeth Marbury to focus on I am the dance studio CEO. So I am the CEO behind Wedding Dance Coach and I totally shifted my focus on my Instagram to be all about dance. In the last couple months, I have grown my account almost to 10,000 followers because I focused. You guys, this is what is so exciting is that 
in focusing my energy and in funneling my energy, my goodness, I feel so much more powerful. I feel so much more clear. And one thing that a business coach once told me is that money loves clarity. And you know what else loves clarity? Your nervous system. When you stop doing 60 things and you're focusing in on one thing, one intention, one business, you feel that sense of nervous system freedom. You feel that sense of, I can do this. And it's still, don't get me wrong, I still get overwhelmed. Within my business, I have lots of different streams of revenue I'm working to build. So obviously, businesses are multidimensional. But for me, going from that place of doing all these different businesses that felt very split, like my energy was kind of always split, to funneling all of my energy into one thing and and the, seeing how our social media has grown, our business is growing. We had record sales in the beginning of this year. And I don't think it's a coincidence. I think the universe can feel there's an energetic element to this, that when you are actually all in on yourself, when you're all in on your dream and your desire and you're clear, when you're really clear and you're focused, everything starts to fall into place. So I want to leave you with this. Take stock of all of the things that you are doing. Because if you're anything like me, you're multi-passionate, you could do 50 different businesses. Maybe you have multiple different businesses. And yes, multiple streams of income are good, but let me tell you, you want to be known for your thing, right? You want to focus on that one thing and you grow it and you experiment and you learn as you go and you fail forward quickly and you get back up and you keep going because your sole mission on this planet is non-negotiable. You are here for a reason and your vision for your business matters. And like I said, you don't have to go it alone. Bring in support. And that's honestly why I wanted to shift the focus of this podcast to entrepreneurship and CEOs and innovative business leaders because it can feel so isolating when you're a solopreneur, when you have a really small team, and even for the people who are on bigger teams, I know it can still feel like, oh my gosh, I look around and everyone else seems to be doing better than me. And I want this to be a space where we can be really honest about how awesome it is to do your own thing and be a creator of your own destiny but it's hard and it's not for everyone. And it takes a certain mindset and it takes a certain belief, a sense of self-belief that is required. And entrepreneurship will bring up every shadow, every shadow, every ounce of self-doubt that you have, it will bring it up. Any ounce of money blocks or scarcity blocks, it will bring them up. And to me, our business is one of our best teachers. It shows us our shadows and it shows us our light. So my invitation to you is to take stock of where you are putting in your energy and to ask yourself, how can I focus on what matters most to me and getting really clear on where you're going and knowing the power 
of really being clear on your intention. Because when everything is important, nothing is important. So take some time to feel into your inner knowing. And whether that means, okay, I know what I need to do today, or of all of my business dreams, what is the most important, and really maximizing your power, giving yourself permission to go all in, even when it's scary, even when you're not sure what your next right thing is, you just do it. You just keep going. You keep doing the next right thing and you figure it out. And that's part of the fun and that's part of the journey. It's part of the hardship and I'm here for it and I can't wait to do this thing with you. I'm Elizabeth Marbury and I want to thank you for being here. Let's keep the dance party going by hanging out on social media together. You can follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Marbury or dance with me on TikTok at Wedding Dance Coach. If you love today's show, be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.